It's uh, yeah, it's so good to uh, yeah. As I've said over the last couple of weeks, it's just a, it's a privilege and an honour to step into this role and and um, the two of us just yeah, I suppose lead you guys, um, but do it together. So we're gonna just share our heart. Um, we went on a journey, probably. Oh, well, it started eight years ago, maybe started 20 years ago, but um, we went on a journey together over the last probably 18 months um, when we were in the middle of the transition and just started praying through what the Lord wanted to do through us and what he put in our heart and then to see come out into the church that he called us to lead. And it really, we, um, with our core team and, and, um, and Lee and I praying a lot over the last year, we've, we've been um, seeking God and we feel like we've got some things down that will evolve and, and morph um, which is fun, but uh, we're going to share through that now. So over the next few weeks, we're going to share this week, next week, and then the 25th, we're going to share um, what God is doing, um, and it's going to be amazing. So bear with us over the next three weeks. We're going to just systematically go through a few things and really believe just as we share that God's going to do something in you. So I just want to pray over you, and then Lee's going to kick us off. Is that cool? So I thank you for your presence, God. Yeah, we just turn our affection to you, God, right now. Meaning we just we think about all the stuff that you've done for us. We think about your character and nature. That's turning our affection. Yeah, yeah we lock in right now and think about you. And we just ask God that you'd increase your presence in us and on us right now. That as we speak and share our hearts, that you would do something in us that that a school couldn't do, that that learning couldn't do, but it's an impartation by your spirit. Yeah, that you'd go beyond the words and cut deep into our heart today. Yeah, that you would, that we would get our hopes up. Oh, come on. Amen. How good was that song? Yeah, so good. The 29-week pregnant Lee. <laughs> nice. Just a couple of things before we get started. For anyone that missed last week, um, just want to reiterate. Re- yeah. Um, so Pastor Mike and Julie on three-month long service leave as we speak, which is great, well-deserved. Um, and then um, uh, Julie will be coming back to church, but um, Pastor Mike's wagging church. <laughs> just joking. He's actually booked out for three months to minister and help some other churches out, which is great. So in, in three months' time, Julie will be back, but um, Pastor Mike will be off for another three months and he'll be back ministering with us in six months time. So just anyone that missed it, I wanted to make that clear. And before we continue, I love a growing church. Growing churches are great. Obviously, growing churches with salvation is like unbelievably good, but growing churches with babies is just as exciting, in my opinion. Yes? Yes. So I'm due April, we've got Potsy and Ross, they're due May, and now we've got Jim and Bianca, you're due <laughs> number five. I don't know how you guys do it. When are you due, Bianca? August. It is very exciting. So um, congratulations, guys. Make sure you give them a big uh, cheer um, and uh, five. Has anyone got five in here? Well done, well done. Now I'm waiting. Five. I make it very clear, two's my limit. Very clear. Very clear. (laughs) 
Awesome. So as Justin mentioned, we've spent quite a lot of time praying um, about the vision of Destiny Church and, and, you know, what the Lord has put on us and what we're going to be, um, you know, how we're going to be leading and where we're going and the direction which we're going, which is exciting for us to now finally be able to share with you guys um, on on what's in our heart. So today's going to be a bit different. The next three weeks are going to be a bit different um, style. Obviously, both of us are up here because we're definitely a team um, and we want to... Um, you know, share from both perspectives and from both of our hearts. Um, so church won't be like this every week. It's okay. It's just the next three weeks. Um, but out of out of um, us just hearing the Lord and going on on a journey with Him and, and now taking you guys on that same journey, we're really asking, you know, for the three weeks, come along, hear our heart, hear where we're going so that you don't miss out. The whole year is going to be a great year and, and we're really excited. But just for the next three weeks, if you can really come and and just hear from, from, you know, our hearts, that'd be great. And in saying that, lastly, before we get started, um, not next week, but the week after, which is Feb 25th, that's when we're actually going to be sharing about our leadership team, about our church ministries and all the rest of it. So usually Vision Sunday is all about the program and about, you know, leaders and all the rest of it. We're doing that on week three because we really felt to share about the foundation of where we're going first. Is that cool? Yeah? You're on track? All right. Take notes if you need, but um, Justin's going to do our first one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so we've broken our vision. It's so good. I'm so excited. We've broken our vision down into three statements with a with a, um, three words, sorry, with a statement, which we'll share at the very end of today. Um, but our three words are presence, health, and influence. Presence, health, and influence. And we're going to be sharing, uh, we're going to go through what presence means to us now, what health means to us now, and what influence means to us now. So I'm going to just share a little bit about uh, what presence mean. And it's obviously the presence of the Lord. And I've just got a scripture, and it's in Acts chapter 2. It's a little bit of a longer one, but I just want you to catch our heart with why we feel like presence is going to mark Destiny Church. Acts 2, 1 to 4, and then verse 13 to 18. On the day of Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place. And suddenly, there was a sound from heaven like the roaring of a mighty windstorm, and it filled the house where they were sitting. Then what looked like flames of tongues of fire appeared and settled on each one of them. And this word, everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking in other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them this ability. They stood there amazed, verse 13, and perplexed. What can this mean? They asked each other, But others in the crowd ridiculed them and said, they're just drunk, that's all. Come on. Then Peter stepped forward with the other 11 apostles and shouted to them, hey, listen carefully, all of you fellow Jews and residents of Jerusalem, make no mistake about this. These people are not drunk, as you are assuming. Nine o'clock in the morning is much too early for that. No, what you see was predicted long ago by the prophet Joel. That's Joel 2.28. 
In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions and your old men will dream dreams. In those days, I will pour out my spirit even on my servants, men and women alike. They will all prophesy. Verse 21, but everyone who calls on the name of the Lord shall be saved. This is it. Presence. Presence. Where The presence is him. The presence is not force or energy or a power, but the presence is a personal presence and it's him. So we talk about the presence, it's not to manipulate him to give anointing or to influence the world. The presence is for us in him. It's unto him. It's our worship, our love, our thanksgiving, our adoration, our communion, our connection, our intimacy, our abiding, our secret place, our corporate place. It's, it's us to him. It's the love your Lord God. It's looking up. It's his presence. It's the more that you've been praying for for years. That's the more. And everyone freaks out when God shows up in the more that looks different to your more prayer. And Peter had to go, no, 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 this is what's been prophesied all along. This has always been God's heart, and I know it looks different. We're not into weird and different for weird and different sake, but we want to say, God, do something deep within us. We want your presence. Moses said, we're not, I'm not considering going to, to lead these three or four million people out of slavery unless your presence, your transforming power, your personal spirit is actually working with us and for us and going before us. Does that make sense? It's about him, presence. It's about worshipping. It's about knowing that worships, yes, it's for him and it's at him. But he wants to be involved in our worship of him. It's awesome and it's going to be so good. So we're going to be talking a little bit today just about what our heart is for each one of these three words. And then we're going to talk a little bit about dreaming on what's possible for presence. What's possible for health and what's possible for influence. And then we're going to talk about some practical ways that it's going to play out for presence, for health and for influence. So a little bit of dreaming about presence. Can we take off our limitations and what we've seen God do and step into Ephesians 3.20 and start to dream a little bit with the Lord about what's possible? Is that cool? Yeah. So dreaming, and I'll, and I'll pass on. We've got, to, we've got to stick to some time, don't I? Um, no, nah, it's good. Okay, so dreaming of what's possible. We, we want to see encounters and experiences with his presence that mark us forever and leave us stunned. That his manifest presence, that's feeling him, would be experienced in an increasing measure. It's okay if you don't, but we're believing that we will. Because who doesn't want to feel him? That's not a mark of your faith, but it's a really healthy thing to go after. That he would blow through this building. And that he would do it powerfully but gently. That he would minister us where we're at. Not forceful. Not do this out of our comfort zones, well, sometimes maybe. But that he would move so powerfully that we know he's here. Because we can put on a great service without him. It's true. We don't want to do that. That Destiny Church would be known for God's there. People that don't know him will be, that they'll get on a bus and say, take me to Destiny Church. Because I've heard that the presence of God's there. That word spreads around Dingley and the outer regions that the presence of God's here. 
that when they start to drive in the car park that uh, the, the, the service team have got to help some people inside because the presence is so strong. I want to be driving down Toodle Road and there's cars parked on the side of the road because they were getting close and they couldn't actually continue to drive in a safe manner because his presence was so thick. And not for weird sake, guys, but for him's sake and us sake. Like, that's the more that we've been praying for, that he would move. And we might have to say, hey, this is what he prophesied, guys. They're not drunk, but God's on them. That the creche kids and the kids' church kids would, would actually have experiences with God that we get to parent really well. That they'd be filled with the Holy Spirit. That we'd see them come out and calling out words of knowledge and praying for the sick. Is that possible, guys? How exciting would that be? Like, we're just locked in now. Every time we see an Awi, Bell's just like, Jesus, amen. Every time. Jesus, amen. Jesus, amen. That it would sweep across Dingley and the surrounding suburbs. That this would be a sickness-free zone. That this would be a depression-free zone. So people come in that were depressed and they they go back to their doctor because that's smart and wise. And then and they say, oh, you're actually good. Because it's a depression-free zone. It's an anxiety-free zone. Can we dream for that? We've got to take steps towards it. It's not just going to be a weird, yeah, it's happened. No, we make steps. It might take three years. It might take 10 years, but let's go after this. What's possible? A couple more, and then I'll pass over. I said everything. <laughs> awesome. Beautiful. So practically, we want to see this happen. So we need to make room in our lives outside of these four walls and within these four walls. We're not in a hurry. I've got to keep reminding myself, I'm not in a hurry. I need to stop and make room for God's presence to, to, in, to encounter and to, and to pass it out, to overflow, to leak everywhere I go, like not bad leaking, good leaking, everywhere I go. That doesn't matter what situational circumstance we're in, that the overflow of God's presence, he, our relationship with him, our up is, is going out because we can't contain him. Now, that doesn't look weird. I know we keep saying this. We've met a lot of weird people. It doesn't look weird. It looks good and healthy and safe. For other people, we don't just flop on someone in Safeway and go, oh, the presence is... No, it looks healthy and safe, yeah? We prioritize and and pursue his presence. So in worship, we prioritize, we stop and we go, okay, I don't like this song, but it's all about him anyway. We prioritize what he's doing in this room and outside this room. We have a program, Justin and I have a program in terms of, you know, Sunday mornings, we'll have a roster. But if God shows up, we're more than happy to go, okay, we're we're stopping our roster, our program and say, God, what are you doing here? With all of us, we need to do that on our everyday life. We're in Safeway, we're on a mission, but yet we need to stop and go, God, what are you doing here? And allow him to, 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 um, to move through and in us. We value other people's experiences with the Lord. Some people experience the Lord differently to me. It doesn't make sense sometimes. Why can't everyone just be like me? (laughs) But they're not. And I value how they encounter the Lord, how they pursue his presence, how they do life with the Lord. 
We don't judge each other. We value what God is doing in each other's lives. I think that's so important. We don't know what's going on in, inside each other fully. We follow the Lord's direction. We create an atmosphere that is attractive to the Lord. I love how the dove remained. When Jesus was baptised, the dove remained. What does that look like for each of us? The presence of the Lord remains and is visible. That is something we're going after. Number two, health. Most churches, I would say, don't have health as a foundation of their church. Health is our in. Love the Lord God with all your heart, soul, mind, strength. You have love your neighbor as yourself. You have to have love for yourself. You have to be good inside. Have to be good. Therefore, it is a foundation of where we're going. From the offset, I'm going to say this. If you go inside, I don't look the greatest or I'm struggling, that doesn't write you off. It gives you a vision to go, I want to achieve this for all of us with all these points. If you go, I actually don't know how to experience the presence of the Lord at home. Now is an opportunity and an invitation for you to go on that journey to do that for every of these aspects. So health, what does that look like? 3 John verse 2. Beloved, I pray that in all aspects that you will prosper and be in good health just as your soul prospers. So let's flip this around. Just as your soul prospers. So just as your inside is good, we pray that all aspects of your life is good and in good health and you are prosperous. So it's saying it starts here, just as in here is good, all aspects will be good. So in here has to be good. In here has to be good, right? It's like an egg, an egg. This is great. On the outside, eggs look the same, but on the inside, they can vary drastically. You can get hard-boiled, soft, rotten, like they change. And on the outside, we can wear our Sunday best. I don't know, is that an old school thing? We don't like Sunday best, (laughs) But growing up, it's like, you know, you've got to wear your Sunday best. So on the outside, you can look great. But on the insides, what counts? Seriously. Now, I'm not saying next Sunday all come in your pajamas. (laughs) But I am saying the value of your inside emotional health is so important. So important. I'm not talking about physical health. I'm talking about your inside health. Emotional health, inner health, inner world, the part that no one sees unless you open up and show someone. A couple of weeks ago, I preached and I spoke on years, like decade, or like 15 years ago, I struggled with fear of being alone at home during the night, like I'd have a knife or whatnot, not that I could do much with it, but it was a fear. I had breakthrough, I shared this weeks ago, I had breakthrough And then on the Sunday morning, Justin had been in America for two nights and for two nights I hadn't slept because I had Bella in the house and my fear came back. It was different circumstance, so it came back. And on the Sunday morning, we had a time of communion, Thanksgiving, and God revealed to me I had breakthrough in this area once and I'll get it again. So I openly shared with everyone, 
even though I hadn't had breakthrough yet, I openly shared, this is where I'm at. The fact that I opened up my life when I'm a very private person and I shared a fear that I was currently living, I haven't had it since. Justin was away six more nights and I slept perfectly for six nights. Well, with the exception of pregnancy wake-ups, but no fear. When we open up our life, and I'm not saying now let's pass the microphone and all share our fears. I'm not saying that. But when we open up our life, it gives God room to bring healing. So health is a big deal. Without it, if we don't talk through things, that's where burnout happens, breakdowns happen. That's where we go to a bad place. So... So... When we're talking about in, we're not talking about your salvation. We're not talking about who you are in Christ. Like you are born again. You don't have a sinful nature when you say yes to him, yeah? So we're not saying we flip out of being good and unsaved to saved. Salvation is permanent forever when you say yes to Jesus. That's what we believe, yeah? But the emotional health side of it is um, a really big deal. Mind, will, emotions, that's all good and it's great and he redeemed them all, but we've just got to have the spirit lead them. Does that make sense? So I just want to say that. Salvation is done. The finished work of the cross. You don't have a sinful nature. You're a saint. You're a partaker of the divine nature now. So you think like God now. So, But this is something that we've got to work on, yeah? It's a really big deal. So that all plays out. That can't play out if that's not right. Is that cool? Just wanted to clarify. Yeah. 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 Awesome. So what could we dream for in this? Imagine a church and a group of people where no offence existed. No gossip, no no accusations, no um, speculations. Imagine. Imagine. I love that. Full freedom. Imagine a church where there's full freedom because if we're whole on the inside, we don't care. We don't have to dance, but we don't care. Full freedom. Nothing hidden in our lives that we know we are loved with no conditions. Imagine a group of people that know that when they rock up, they're loved no matter what. No matter what they look like, what they're going through, they are loved full stop. Hmm. Free. Imagine, imagine no divorce, no family breakups, no uh, disconnect with people. Imagine, I'm getting a bit deeper now. Some of this is real. But imagine, as we are healthy, the overflow of that. Imagine the people of Dingley saying, my marriage is is breaking. I've got to go to Destiny Church because they have the answers. They know how to get breakthrough in this. Imagine parents in the areas going, I need to go to Destiny Church because I'm struggling with my children and I don't know what to do. And Destiny Church, something is happening there. Their families are healthy. Their lives are healthy. I need to get there. Imagine the influence a group of healthy people can make in the area around, in the community. I wholeheartedly believe that people are crying out for healthy people. People need healthy people. Imagine if we can be that solution. Imagine if we can be that answer. I love that and it excites me. Imagine if we can actually see ourselves how God sees us. How God sees us. A lot of the thoughts in our own heads 
will not exist if we actually believed what God says about us. Awesome. So good. So how, how can this um, practically um, practically play out? How, how will this actually play out? We will be talking a lot next week about some, um, we've established some core beliefs that will actually uphold this vision. So uh, we'll go through those, those core beliefs, which will actually break down some ways that will facilitate practically uh, how we can actually see the vision happen. Because that's a big deal. It's great just to say something. It's a whole other thing to see it play out and actually prove that it's real and means something to us. So, um, so this is a little bit about that. But how does this play out in health? Uh, we ask Holy Spirit to come in, like practically, individually. We ask Him in. We continue to learn and grow in knowing how God sees us. We take steps into that, into identity. We've spoken a lot about identity, but it's something that's got to be at the forefront um, as we continue to teach on lots of different things because that's the foundation, that, that's the sponge that absorbs everything else. It's a good word. Um, yeah, haven't said that before, have I? Um, un- <laughs> it's understanding our soul and being self-aware, mind, will, and emotions. I was talking to someone before church, and it's like they grew up in a church where the soul was the de- like really evil and flesh was bad. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's hard. Like I can see how you can think that, but um, we don't believe that. We don't believe that. We, um, we believe that Jesus redeemed us all and we're on a journey of renewing our mind. We think like God, but our mind still needs to be renewed so we catch up to who we already are. Because it's all in our account. It's just getting into our possession and that's the renewed mind, which is continual repentance, meaning, God, you think like that. I don't. I'm coming close in worship and prayer. I want to think like you. Transform me. Metamorphosis. Caterpillar. Butterfly. Oh, Yes. So it's continual repentance. And repent isn't, I'm going to preach, repent isn't you suck. So pull your head in. Repent is, oh wow, I don't think like you. But you're amazing and I love you and I worship you and I come close face to face and you'll change me in that experience. That's worship. We love him and then he shows us who we are and that's worship. And then we go, oh my goodness, I'm amazing. I love you more. And then the next song, oh my goodness, I'm amazing. I love you more. That's what it's about. So good, isn't it? Um, okay, so we pursue authentic relationships. Not, hey, going great, bye. <laughs> Amen, brother. God's good. Preach it. Woo! <laughs> and you will say that to 70% of the people here. That's fine. But the 30, I'm not doing good. And you probably tell them during the week, not on Sunday. Yeah? But, but that we've let people in. We ask for help. We choose to be brave. Yeah. Come on. We choose to be brave. We pursue authentic relationships. We take steps to grow in vulnerability and honesty. Again, it's baby steps. It's baby steps. When we say these things, but it's baby steps. We choose conversations with people over speculation. That'll be a massive deal for us this year. No running, no hiding, no shutting down. What can we dream for? But practically, how does that play out? Like making a choice. I'm not going to hide anymore. God said to Adam, where are you? He wanted to have a chat. He didn't go off his head. He wanted to have a chat with Adam. But Adam thought that he was, woo, woo, you know, and he ran and hid. And he's like, where are you, Adam? Hey, you're my son. It's a big deal. No running, no hiding, no shutting down. And, and we're going to facilitate this with great pastoral care. Um, meet and greet is facilitating health. 
That's part of it, if you don't realise. The cafe is facilitating connection and family and healthy relationships. Um, prayer, we'll talk about that in week three. Opportunities to connect. That's how we're going to play it out. Awesome. Influence. So we've done presence, our up. We've done health, our in. Now influence, our out. I love this. Why have we included influence on our three words for the foundation of where we're going? Because Jesus is our model. And if we were to be honest, all he did was influence people. Like if you break it down, he was with the Father, he took time out for himself, and he influenced people. So, with Jesus being our model, it makes sense that this has to be part of our foundation. Influence. Hmm. I don't think there was ever a moment where Jesus went somewhere and he didn't have influence. There were people that didn't like him. But there were always someone there that Jesus could minister to. Always. I think the Bible, uh, I don't think, sorry. uh, There's a verse saying not all the books in the world could contain what Jesus actually did on the earth. Which excites me. Because when you think about how many books are on the earth, there is a lot. But yet Jesus' life and ministry isn't just within the Bible. It expanded much bigger than that. So for us, our life needs to be big. Even in tough times, we have an opportunity to bring influence. Our lives have to be about other people. Go out into all the world and make disciples. We live in a world. Everyone's world looks different. Neighbours, work, family, friends look different, but that's our world. And we are to make disciples. When was the last time you prayed for someone? You shared with someone? You witnessed to someone? What a challenge right now to this one (laughs) up front. When was the last time we did it? Influence, yes, can be quiet at times, but at times require us to step out. It requires us to bring heaven to earth. If it was just about going to heaven, we'd all be there, but it's not. (laughs) Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as as it is in heaven. On earth. So our mission is to bring heaven to earth. Justin and I were talking about this yesterday. And the moment we're talking about it, I wrote on my notes here, bring heaven to earth because I love that part of the scripture. And I wrote it down, looked outside. The moment I looked outside, heavy rain fell. Heavy rain fell. You go, yeah, it was meant to rain. I don't know if it was or wasn't. But the exact moment I looked, it came. And I just went, that is so meant to be. That wherever we go, we're to bring rain. I prophesied that at the first week of the year. For God's rain to fall, for heaven to come on our lives and the lives that we are touch, the people we encounter, the people that we do life with, that rain will fall. So this year and decade 
and 30 years until we die, we're to influence the world around us. It will look different for each of us. So don't box yourself into it has to look a certain way. It's got to look how Jesus and you look. That's how it's got to look. So good. Excited? So what's possible? Uh, what's possible for influence? We, we could yeah, write a few pages for this. Um, Acts 8.8 8 is a, an amazing scripture. It says, so there was great joy in that city. That's it. Acts 8.8. 8. It was where some um, people that were um, let some doors in for the demonic got healed and clean. And people got healed and saved. And then it said, so read Acts 6, uh, 8, 6, 7 and 8. And then verse 8 is, so there was great joy in that city. So that's what we're believing for, that there'd be great joy in this city because of what God is doing. We celebrate, we're just nonstop celebrating testimonies and God's pouring out His Spirit that there's people that are healthy and whole uh, and that, that people are coming to know God. So there's great joy in that city that we're believing that there's just great joy in Dingley, that there's great joy in the city of Kingston, there's great joy in Melbourne because the testimony of the Lord is being announced. Yeah. So there's great joy in that city. When we announce testimonies, it stirs up joy because we're happy because people's lives are impacted and we love people. How good's that? That's so we're believing for crazy favor. Crazy favor with friends. I said pray for favor, but we've already got favor. But it grows. Luke 2.52, Jesus grew in favor and wisdom and stature with God and man. So we've got to grow in favor with God. That's good. That's healthy. And with man. So the steps that we take actually increase our favor. So for me to be um, friends with the mayor, which I'm planning to be, I actually need to take some steps into that. I've got to take some steps, like an email. Like, can we have coffee? Like, and check my heart with motives like that, not to use his position for our gain. You know what I mean? So I've got to take steps in to have influence with people. We're believing that, um, yeah, that we'll, we will, da, 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 um, yeah, favor and connection with the council, with local MPs, um, with the mayor and with schools, that the things that we're teaching and living out are attractive and they want it. Because the kingdom is attractive. Yeah. The, the kingdom is like, oh my goodness, the gracious words that flow from your mouth. Something is happening and I don't understand it. And we start talking to our friends about that honor doesn't mean agreement. They're stunned. Because when we disagree in society, we, we disconnect and say, you're great, I'm over here. But honor doesn't mean agreement. You can disagree with stuff that we say and you can still be here for 30 years. Yeah. And, I, and we still love you. And I might learn from you as well. And see another perspective because you see different to me. And I might actually change my view because we talked. And I'm okay with that. So that's what we're talking about. Connection. Taking steps. That signs, wonders and miracles would be our everyday normal. I was talking to Penny because she's amazing. Not someone. Penny. And she said, what if we think of miracles as rare? When we hear miracles, rare immediately comes next to it. I'd say that's really true. So what if we just went miracles normal? Yeah. 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 So good. So good. 
Invitations to come in because of what they are seeing. So we've got invitations into the schools, into local MPs, into business luncheons, and talking kingdom, and their businesses explode because the principles are of God. Wealth mindsets, just incredible. That the, the crime rate in Dingley would drop because of what God is doing in this city through us and into the people. That the, the, the domestic violence rate would drop, that drugs would end in this region. Um, that we would, I really want to partner with the Cancer Council practically, put on events and raise money for them, and then, um, and then meet uh, spiritual need, like pray. But it's, who knows, it's, it's actually rude to go, can we pray? I want to partner with them practically. We want to develop a relationship. What, we're, we're praying through what does our Good Friday service look like? Everything has a question mark, not just to be loose and who cares, but purpose. Like, what does it look like to partner with the Good Friday Appeal? And we all go in there and pray for people. Might be 10 years, might be five years, might be 20. But what does it look like that we put on an event here for Dingley and raise money for the Good Friday Appeal? And we get to say, hey, we raise 100 grand, here you go. And we just gain favor with them. Because we're not in a hurry, but 10 years' time, we might be allowed into hospitals to pray for sick kids because we do it in such a way they've never seen before. It's without an agenda. Can we dream like that? It's full on, and it's like, what are you saying? Because I said to Lee on the way, I said, Lee, I'm not going to go into what I said, because I said some other things, but I said, honestly, I'm I'm not interested in just coming to church. Worship's awesome. I love tithing. We'll never stop. I love hanging out with you guys. But if this is all it is, like, I don't want to do it. And that's, that's a really good thing for you to hear me say. Because the stuff that we're pressing into has got to go into this dreaming stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah we want to, like, what does it look like to go to the MPs and say, I want to build a $5 million gymnasium on our property and the community can use it. It's ours, but we'll just open up to the community. Just stuff like that. We've got 10 acres. What do you want to do with it, Lord? Yeah. It's really exciting. There's another freeway going in behind us. Hawthorne's going up the road. We're on the corner of a freeway. It's just awesome what's happening. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Oh, turn the page, yeah. (laughs) Oh, hey. Oh, wow. (laughs) Okay, so how's it going to play out? Oh, yeah, great. Um, We adjust our life to prioritize and pursue his presence and be healthy. That's how influence will happen. We prioritize our life because he's our life. We prioritize our life. We adjust our life to prioritize and pursue his presence and to be emotional, emotionally healthy. And then influence is a no-brainer. Definitely will happen. We believe we have, we have it. We believe we have it and step into the Lord's favor. I said that before. We look for opportunities to influence on every level, every level. We will provide training and growing opportunities for this. We'll pray for the sick every service and in every other ministry and meeting that we have. Where the creative get together, ladies get together, we'll be praying for the sick every single meeting, regardless if it's a logistics meeting. Every service, because it's who we are. When it's who we are, it becomes a culture. When it becomes a culture, it'll transform a city. We go after John 14, 12, greater works, because he's gone to the Father and his spirit's in us. We go after Mark 16, 18, that signs will follow those that believe. We go after that so it's in not just an idea, but it's in our heart and we believe it. When we believe something, it'll show up in our life. We intentionally make connection with people so we can influence. We will always share testimonies. 
we begin to serve, bless, and encourage the local influences. And how it plays out is through prayer. Is that cool? So we're just going to sum all that up. Do you want to do this bit? Sure? Okay. Okay, so we're going to sum up this presence, health, and influence by a vision statement. And this is just going to be it. What are we known for? Presence, health, influence. And we've summed it up by this statement. So whack it up, Jenny. So this is us, Destiny Church. Building a supernatural culture upon God's presence, which causes us to live in love, health, honor, and power as we introduce the world to Jesus every day. Building a supernatural culture upon God's presence, which causes us to live in love, health, honor, and power as we introduce the world to Jesus every day. And you can tell that it means something to me because I, I know it. So it's our heart that you can just rattle this off. And I know I've got a great memory. Impartation. Uh, hey, seriously. Yeah, let's just do that now. Come on. Yeah, God, so I thank you, Lord, that you've created me with a freakish, amazing, God-given memory. And for those that will believe that impartation is possible, that a grace can be released to give them the ability that they didn't have 10 seconds ago, that faith will be activated them to believe that an impartation happened. Yeah, I'll just release that right now. The gift of memory. That it'll be used to remember what you've done. That we would not forget. Is that a Bible verse or a song? That we would not forget what you've done for us in Jesus' name. Yeah, so building a supernatural culture upon God's presence which causes us to live in love, health, honor, and power as we introduce the world to Jesus every single day. The goal is every single day. And thousands were added daily to the church. That's the goal. That we'd all do it every day. That every person would lead someone to the Lord every day. It's a goal. But goals might be out there for some. Might be 20 years, might be 10, might be 5, might be next week. But we're believing for it. That Safeway, me leading that lady to the Lord in Safeway before Christmas, I want that every day. Do you want to do something? So just as we're closing, if we can have the, um, the team hand out communion, which would be great. So as Justin mentioned earlier, next week we're actually going to talk about practically how, you know, not just practically, but our um, core values that's going to uphold the vision, core beliefs that's going to uphold the vision. So some churches have DNA, you know, you can have a list of things. We've got three words with a statement and then some core beliefs that's going to empower that statement. It's going to empower those things. So we want to share them with you next week because that is going to um, help us move forward. Throughout the year, we're going to be talking about all these, but um, just really hear next week the, the full story, I guess you could say. Is that cool? Awesome. So I'm going to pray as communion's being handed out, and uh, we're going to just turn our focus on what he's doing and what he's done. Communion's a time where we get to remember what he's done. So Justin just prayed for that, for our memories. So let's take a minute to remember what he's done in each individual life. So Father, I thank you so much that no one in here is an accident, that no one in here doesn't have a purpose or a future. I thank you, God, that you created, you knitted, you formed every person in this room. Regardless of what they were told, you formed every person in this room. 
So I pray for a great revelation of that miraculous forming and knitting together that you did in each one of our lives. That we will see ourselves how you see us. That we will live a life how you see us. God, for this year and the years and decades to come, may your presence grow in each of our lives. May our intimacy, our walk with you, our up with you grow. God, I pray that this week we're going to dream big for ourselves. That as a church we've been dreaming big, but that each one of us will dream big for ourselves on what is possible and impossible, but possible because of you for our own life, for what our up, the possibilities for our up will be unlimited, that we'll take a box away and imagine the impossible and see it become a reality. God, for the health of each of us. I just declare that this church is going to be a church with healthy relationships with health, healthy insights, with healthy emotions, not suppressed, but healthy. Church, let's just stand as I'm praying. That we're going to be healthy people because healthy people attract other people and they bring health to other people. I pray that we're going to begin to dream the impossible in health for each of us. For areas that may have been broken or hidden for decades, I just declare health to come, healing to come, for wisdom to come in knowing how to, for people to come alongside us that can help us, that we can build trust and uh, share with, for safe places for people, for no judgments and for influence, God. I just pray that this year that we're going to gain favour, that we're going to walk in favour, that our limitations will not be there when it comes to influence, for boldness to come. Thank you, God, that you're always speaking and we're tuning in to what you're saying and we're responding to what you're saying and we're stepping out as a response to what you're saying. We thank you that Jesus only did and said what you, what he saw you t- do and say. So we declare that over our lives this year, that we're going to step out and say and do what you tell us and show us to do in Jesus' name.